This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, September 18th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. U.S. hits China with new tariffs. Still big differences on the farm bill. And hog farmers deal with record rainfalls from Florence. U.S. hits China with new tariffs. The trade war between the U.S. and China escalated yet again yesterday after President Donald Trump announced he will follow through with a threat to hit China with tariffs on another $200 billion worth of its goods. That means as of this coming Monday, there will be a new tax on almost half of the roughly $500 billion worth of goods that the U.S. imports from China. When the U.S. first hit China with $50 billion in Section 301 tariffs to punish the country for its campaign of appropriating U.S. intellectual property, China retaliated with its own import taxes. The U.S. aimed its tariffs at Chinese machinery and other high-tech goods, but China has been focused on U.S. agricultural exports. China's 25% tariff on U.S. soybeans has forced Chinese importers to shun U.S. crops and buy record amounts from Brazil. The new U.S. tariffs go into effect September 24th, and China has already promised to retaliate with $60 billion in new taxes or increased rates on existing taxes. Beyond the 301 dispute, the U.S. is also trying to curb China's overproduction of steel and aluminum with separate tariffs, and China has retaliated against those taxes as well. Groups like the Association of Equipment Manufacturers are furious. AEM President Dennis Slater issued a sharp statement in response to the new tariffs. He said this extreme use of tariffs hurts our nation's access to global markets and threatens many of the 1.3 million good-paying equipment manufacturing jobs our industry supports. He said to make matters worse, U.S. farmers are losing out at a time when their incomes are on the decline. It's clear everyone loses at a trade war. This administration should be looking for ways to improve our trade relationship with China, not doubling down on tactics that only lead to continued retaliatory actions. Many U.S. lawmakers have been generally supportive of Trump's efforts to take on China, but all are hoping the disputes can be resolved quickly. Anytime tariffs are imposed, I worry that Americans will be forced to pay extra costs. In this case, on nearly half of U.S. imports from China, said House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Kevin Brady of Texas. I continue to emphasize that the ultimate means to create an effective outcome is for President Trump and President Xi to engage constructively to develop a long-term and profound solution that levels the playing field for American manufacturers, farmers, and workers. Still big differences on the Farm Bill. There are no signs of a breakthrough in the Farm Bill negotiations as expiration of the 2014 Farm Bill looms at the end of next week. The four lead negotiators plan to talk by phone today. But the top Democrat of the Senate Agriculture Committee, Debbie Stabenow, told reporters yesterday evening that there are still big differences on a range of issues, including commodity, conservation, nutrition, and energy programs. Stabenow suggested the negotiators have until December to reach a deal without causing any significant disruptions to expiring programs. There are no plans yet for a face-to-face meeting between the negotiators this week, although House Agriculture Chair Mike Conaway scheduled to return to D.C. last night. The House is not in session this week. Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts told reporters 
The biggest single issue continues to be food stamp work requirements. Roberts said, I've not been ingenious enough to come up with something that will work. Hog farmers dealing with record rainfalls from Florence. Florence may now be labeled just a tropical depression, but it's still dumping record levels of precipitation on the state and its thousands of hog farmers. Preparation for the storm has paid off, according to the National Pork Producers Council, but floodwaters are still threatening operations, the group said yesterday. Floodwaters have impacted at least three operations, and more will be affected before Florence is completely gone, according to the NPPC. Hog farmers work for days before the storm, moving animals to high ground, installing portable generators, and reducing waste lagoon levels. Given that record-shattering flooding is forecast to persist for days, we expect additionally affected farms, NPP said in a statement. We do not anticipate severe impacts to the vast majority of the more than 2,100 permitted farms in the state. There are no reported breaches of treatment lagoons and no reported instances of lagoon content spilling out, known as overtopping. States oppose EPA-imposed cutoff date for dicamba. Twenty state agriculture departments do not want the Environmental Protection Agency to require a cutoff date on the label for dicamba when the agency makes its registration decision sometime in the next few weeks. In a letter to EPA Acting Administrator Andrew Wheeler, Oklahoma Agriculture Secretary Jim Reese, and 19 other secretaries, commissioners, and directors said the EPA should let individual states decide whether to impose a date after which dicamba cannot be used. Reese said in a letter requiring states to ask for exemptions to the label is burdensome to the states and to the EPA as well. In addition to Oklahoma, the states that signed on are Alabama, Colorado, Delaware, Georgia, Idaho, Illinois, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Minnesota, Missouri, Nebraska, New Mexico, North Dakota, Ohio, Tennessee, and Texas. Five of them have cutoff dates. Those states represent 72% of U.S. soybean production and 74% of cotton production, according to Reese. Biotech regulators to hold annual stakeholder meeting. The Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service, Biotechnology Regulatory Services, the BRS, will hold its annual stakeholder meeting on Wednesday, November 7th in Beltsville, Maryland. The annual meeting is an opportunity for BRS to update stakeholders on its regulation of genetically engineered organisms. BRS is accepting comments and suggestions on potential topics of interest until October 9th. Well, here's today's She Said It. There are smart ways to deal with China's cheating on trade, but stepping on our farmers is not one of them. That Senator Heidi Heitkamp, a Democrat of North Dakota, reacting to the White House announcement yesterday that it's hitting China with a new set of tariffs escalating a trade war that has hit the U.S. farming sector especially hard. Just some of the U.S. commodities hit with retaliatory Chinese tariffs include soybeans, sorghum, wheat, corn, ethanol, apples, oranges, cherries, almonds, pistachios, pork, beef, and cheese. Well, that is Daybreak for this Tuesday, September 18th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. 
For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.